right, so today we're talking to Christoph and Baptiste. Hello. 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 Uh, great to have you guys on the podcast and finally talk about Closure Dart. We had this, uh, we've been discussing this for quite a bit. Um, so yeah, let's, let's do a small introduction and then we can just uh, talk about Closure Dart. Uh, so I'm Chris Argon. I've been a member of the Closure community since uh, almost forever, I think. Definitely the first year and uh, I don't remember exactly when, in March or something after the release. And uh, as of recently, uh, I've been working on Closure Dart, which is uh, a a part of closure to to Dart and the project was was the idea of Baptiste and together we well we worked to we worked together as uh, software contractors we have been working on our own for multiple years and since almost three years we have joined forces and it has been good. Baptiste and. I am Baptiste Dupuch. I've been working in Clojure for the last, I would say, something like seven years, and I've been loving it. <laughs> um, a little bit before the lockdown, um, I wanted to to implement a toy lisp targeting uh, mobile development and basically UI development. And uh, when the lockdown happened, it was a great opportunity to to try Dart uh, and Flutter, the framework that uh, displays the UI on Dart. And yeah. since then, we've been um, almost um, locked in this uh, compiler development and it has been yeah. an awesome experience and yes so right now in in the beginning of uh, 2023 it's been almost two years since we've uh, open sourced it and uh, yeah. last year has been uh, very intense <laughs> yeah i'm sure we'll get to this point where like some uh uh, dates uh, that are important, but I think we also talked about this before we started the recording podcast. So if your company is providing any closure services and you're looking for a team that can help you build mobile presence, um, I think you can reach out to Christoph and Baptiste, or maybe you're looking for someone to build mobile app with closure, uh, by all means, reach out to Christoph and Baptiste and uh, they will definitely provide a lot of expertise in this area. And of course, it will help to build up the closure dart, uh, which I think a lot of us are really looking forward to use. So if there is anything, just Christoph and Baptiste, I will include all the links to contact in the show notes so uh, we can go from there. Uh, so, yeah, you're talking about building a new uh, dialect of Clojure. Um, Clojure itself is not really specced, if you will. There is no official specification. So how do you even approach this topic? How do you start with building this on another platform? The, the fun thing is that the first... The first uh, part of closure that we tried to design was the interrupt. Because to, to me, the, the interrupt is core to closure. It's right. almost 
as important as uh, the standard library mm -hmm. because it's the excellent interrupt uh, of Clojure with the Java ecosystem or of Clojure script with JavaScript, which makes the value of Clojure, the ability to reach to a platform and be able to exploit it without having to fall back to the official language for the platform. And that's why we we first uh, tried to design the interrupt and uh, the first program we got running was 100% interrupt. And once you get the interrupt, the interrupt working, then you you start porting the the function, implementing the data structures. But yeah, we started by uh, by the interrupt, and then we ported the the libraries and data structures. Uh, and what happens after? Like, what did you implement so far, and where are you heading? So interrupt was a big part, but um, we also wanted to know that to check that uh, Dart was a right fit for for writing uh, a closure. Uh, for example, in uh, JavaScript, you have uh, the eval function, which makes writing the REPL uh, easier. And um, in uh, Java, <coughs> you you can dynamically load. Uh, classes and bytecode. Um, that's yeah. what uh, Clojure is doing. Uh, there is no such thing in uh, Dart, so we had to find a way to um, to load code dynamically. Basically, uh, we we rely on um, the odd feature uh, part of uh, the Dart language. So after double checking on the interrupt, which is a little bit different uh, in Clojure Dart because um, Dart language is strictly typed. Uh, and um, More strictly than, uh, right. than Java. More, stri <coughs> more stricted than Java. So uh, one of um, uh, the big question we had was how to develop a closure that uh, does not feel like a, a typed language. Mm -hmm. Because if you implement closure for a new, a new platform, you don't want people to, um, to type everything, mm -hmm. like uh, uh, a return call or, I mean, anything. So we, we had to check that uh, there, way, there were uh, ways to infer most of the user, most of the code. Uh, so that was also a big part. We developed uh, what we call an analyzer. Uh, we analyzed the code uh, of the user, and we infer. We try to infer mostly all the everything. Uh, so the user doesn't have to type t uh, to tag a type. Um, that was a big part of it, and 
also a big part of writing closure data has, has been spent on uh, the compiler compiler design we started in pure dart and iterated um, uh, to a pure closure design so right now the compiler is written in uh, closure java and it uses the um, closure reader the, the java one and then it's uh, it emits some kind of intermediate representation and then we and then we dump um, that code um, right yeah, I think the very big part of, in general, the uh, Flutter development or developing with Dart is the Flutter part. Uh, so, yeah, what's the story with uh, you doing uh, UI development in Closure Dart? Okay, so the <coughs> UI development in Flutter in general leverages the auto-reload mechanism of Dart. The one thing which is to, to be known about Dart is that uh, Dart has a multi-tiered execution model. You have the VM, which is used mainly for development purpose, and the VM has a host of facilities for development. It can auto-load stuff, it can provide insight on uh, a running app, the ability to slow down animations. There are some, there are really some excellent tooling in the, provided by Flutter by default. And so the, and then when you go to production, you, then Dart is compiled to, to native code and at this point, you lose every every niceties that you had for development. Mm -hmm. You can't uh, dynamically load or, or reload code anymore. You you can't inspect a running app and so on. But uh, anyway, anyway, we in with Closure Dart, we leverage this strength of Flutter and Dart. So typically you you start your 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 closure dart uh, watcher which is uh, just a background process which is going to recompile your closure dart code code and get it reloaded instantly well almost instantly in worst case it's a couple of seconds in uh, in the emulator or the the devices connected to to your computer and so even if we don't have a Ripple yet, you have this fast feedback loop where you you cut a feature, you save, and it appears live on, on the screen. And one thing which which will we which we had to a bit of struggle with is that if you look at some dot example of some Flutter code, you'll see that it's quite verbose. And uh, there's a lot of boilerplate, and it's pretty painful to, to write by, by hand in Closure. 
Because people doing that development have uh, ideas which write all the better page for, for them. So basically they are they are doing some kind of fast fast coding with the ID generating all the better plate and then they fill the bank. But when you have to write everything by hand, it feels quite painful. Actually, we have macros in Clojure, so we spend quite some time trying to to design some some flutter some flutter helpers. We went through two big iterations. The first one was Flutter Alpha. The second one is Flutter Alpha 2, but we are happy with the design and we are going to rename it just ClojureDart.Flutter. And these are libraries which are part of ClojureDart and which provide some macros which removes all the better paint. I see. And even improves some... Uh, not was a best practice, but avoid some common pitfalls. Which are present in in, in Flutter code, and we can avoid people of writing the of committing this this error. Okay, so currently the it also it allows Clojure developer to have some really terse code, way shorter than the equivalent uh, Dart code, and. I think it's pretty it's pretty nice and usable. Right. Yeah, so I think uh, I guess we can extend this that you're not only developing closure dart but you're actually developing the framework for developing the mobile applications which you know I mean doing only the uh, the another dialogue of closure is heck of a work yet here you're adding another, another thing. Um, so I think, you know, when you think about uh, developing applications in React and then you switch to React Native, uh, your mental model, how the application looks, uh, is pretty similar because you're, sw you're switching between a div to a view. How is the, uh, the development model of uh, Flutter? Flutter? Is it any similar? So if someone's coming from Reframe, how much, how much do you think they need to adjust and switch uh, to develop the application in ClojureDart? But if you want to go, basically uh, for me it's uh, it's not that different. Mm -hmm. In um, in Flutter, you you have what they call widgets, mm -hmm. which is a an immutable description <coughs> of the view that you want. So basically, um, if you want uh, a center text, you can use a center widget that has a single child which is a text widget and the text widgets has some text and styles and basically properties um, so sorry yeah sorry to interrupt so basically widgets are quite analogous to to the virtual DOM and then they are going to be diffed and updated to, to create another hierarchy, which is the elements. But uh, I think the, the main difference between, uh, between React and, uh, 
and widgets in uh, in photo is that is the 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 notion of stateful widgets mm -hmm. stateless widgets are going to behave exactly like uh, like the virtual dom while the stateful widgets are a bit more a bit more special basically they are going to have some piece of mutable state associated with them. Mm -hmm. And when another widget of the same type is recreated at the same spot, it will inherit the, the existing state. Mm -hmm. So I think it's, it's the main dif difference. But uh, more often than not, the, the state is mostly used for for very local and specific state for the maintenance of uh, of the control itself, like say the selection of in a text input and so on. It's not used for the for the application state, which is which is treated in a more classic manner. And Batista has done a lot a lot of work on. Uh, an application set on link. Right. Uh, so we talk about, uh, you mentioned about the developer experience, so like the hot code reload and everything, what we are used to in closure development is there. Uh, you mentioned a bit of the state. So how's the state managed in the closure dart application? So you mentioned so, the local component, if you will, and then the global state. How do you normally deal with this? Right. So... Um, Let's say you are developing um, <clears throat> a UI closure dart application. Mm -hmm. um, you want uh, to to have a, a global app state, yeah. like um, like we do in ClojureScript and mm -hmm. React Reagent. Yeah. Um, so you declare a def once atom, for mm -hmm. example. Yeah. So you have many ways to do it, of course, right. but. Uh, I'm, I'm stating an example. So you declare a uh, def once app state, which is an item, mm -hmm. and um, using our wrapper RAM flutter, mm -hmm. you can get and swap and only listen to a part of this item. Uh, so basically, when um, this small part of this atom is um, is changing. Yeah. Uh, this specific widget will uh, rebuild. Mm -hmm. um, concerning the out reload, out reload, reload doesn't throw away state. Um, out restart does. So in in Flutter you you can either out reload or out restart. Out restart is sometimes necessary. Let's say um, I have uh, three to five widgets and I'm changing everything, including my state, my mm -hmm. application state. Yeah. Uh, I really want to have a clean start, so I out restart. Uh, but uh, the auto-reload part keeps the state, mm -hmm. including the application state. Right. So uh, 
you can still sometimes have to restart. Uh, for example, if you mess around uh, with um, a stateful widget uh, that throws some ticker or some animation and you, you have some use cases where you you don't want to at reload, but uh, yeah, I mean the the most common workflow is uh, to just write your code and see what it does. And when it does something really weird, you you try to at restart to see if it fixes the issue. Uh, right, so another part of uh, developing any application is some kind of like I.O. where you need to reach over the network to, I don't know, a backend service to get anything or maybe you want to, uh, I don't know, uh, save some data locally in, uh, in in the application. How does this work in ClojureDark? A little bit like the application state. Uh, if you use our wrapper, mm -hmm. a one flutter, um, we have facilities to to listen to any streams of future um, listenables uh, objects. So basically, uh, let's say you you are doing an HTTP request. Mm -hmm. um, it will return a future, uh, and using our wrapper you don't care about it you're just making the request and it will uh, unpack basically um, uh, the object and your object right. uh, so the use case is um, you you use our watch property mm -hmm. and you can set up a default value let's say the loading keyword so loading and in your widgets if you have the loading keyword you can have a, a circular spinner something like that right, right. and once it's load uh, you then have uh, let's say your your users and you display them yeah the, so, in, um, in Flutter there are many utility classes to handle all kinds of events. And uh, in Closure Dart, we, we managed to unify them. So you, you don't need to, to know all these utility, utility class, classes. And like uh, Batiste said, to get, to get the value of the state or to get the result of an HTTP request uses the same mechanism. So you you watch either your your item or the feature of uh, of the of the response and uh, watching is a bit when you watch something you provide a binding like a let binding and uh, the left hand part of the binding is going to be bound to the actual value provided by the item so like a DRF, or by the future. And so you, and everything, every time the value change, you get notified, and the body of the widget is re-executed to rebuild. So it, it, allows, it allows us to, 
to write to write further without knowing a, a lot of classes. It applies also to animations where you don't need some animations utilities because you just have to to watch something and then you get the refresh automatically. So in some way, it's simpler to write Flutter in Crusader than in Dart. The, the, the quantity of, uh, of knowledge about Flutter that you need to have is less important. There is another utility that we have that is very handy when writing production application. It's what we call a background watcher. Mm -hmm. So basically, let's say I have a Flutter connection to real-time database and Flutter will send me updates of the data. Um, so what we do in this case uh, is we set up a background watcher that will receive all updates from Flutter. And this background watcher will basically update my application state. So my UI is not listening to IO, but it's listening for Atom updates. So basically, that's the background watcher is responsible for updating my application state. Yeah. And then I can listen to only my application state and, no, and not any I.O. calls mm -hmm. or response. Yeah, and yeah, the main so point, excuse me, the main point of the background watcher is that it's tied to the widget, to a part of the, of the tree. So if this part of the tree is not active anymore, then the, automatically you, got, you get the watching process stopped. And we, in the same vein, we also have all sorts of automatic resource management, where in, uh, in Dart and in plain Dart, you have to manually take care to, to free your resources. So, uh, yeah, you mentioned at the beginning that uh, the closure dart initially was, the first part was the interop. So I believe there is also a good story if you want to use any kind of dart standard library. Uh, but how does it normally work? Are there any wrappers, for example, over HTTP client, or do I always need to call via interop? So, um, in dart and flutter, you have plugins and packages. Um, Plugins are written, uh, are written in darts and packages can call native code. Okay. So let's take the HTTP, ex HTTP example. Um, you have uh, a Flutter library called HTTP. Yeah. Uh, in Clojure darts, you can require it as you would do uh, in Clojure script, uh, and you can use all functions from the package. Um, then you you can use, for example, another HTTP package that can leverage iOS uh, throttle connections and proxies and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. It works the same. So basically, all the code that is written in pure Dart is uh, you can consume it. Mm -hmm. And we also added a, a 
very nice future in my opinion. Uh, so you can consume packages and plugins, no problem, but you can also consume local Dart code. Mm -hmm. um, so let's say I'm writing Closure Dart and I want to use a UI component written by uh, another company. Uh, mm -hmm. I can just copy paste the code in my code base and use it straight away in Closure Dart. Without relaunching the rip, the the compiler or anything, it will automatically take the changes. Yeah, I wanted to add that it's important to to be able to use the local Dart files because there are some packages in Dart which are going, which do use code generation, and so they are going to generate a lot of. Of code that, and you'll have to 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 call in this code, and so being able to to have some mixed pro, mixed languages project is, is important in that. And to answer back to to come back to your question about HTTP request, so right now, given the the state of Closure Dart and the size of the community, we don't have wrappers yet. So you have to call into Interop, but the standard libraries of Flutter combined with the one of Dart is already quite rich. It was a well-written. In my opinion, it's, it's okay. And anyway, uh, maybe I'm biased because I've never been a big fan of uh, using uh, simple wrappers. Right. When uh, even in Java, I tend to 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 do a lot more of interop than uh, some other developers, and I only use uh, some some wrappers when they add some value. Right, of course. Yeah, makes sense. Uh, maybe my question came out in the wrong way, but yeah, of course. If the interop story is good, why would you need to have additional library just to you know? As you mentioned, just wrap the things out and add, add additional functional code, right? Um, so um, yeah, so I think this uh, is there anything like because it looks like you have been working on this. So I think you open source uh, the Dart uh, Closure Dart around Easter uh, previous year. So there is an anniversary coming up. You just mentioned that you're you're happy with the uh, UI package, so you're renaming it from. Uh, Flutter Alpha just to Flutter, uh, so it's been really a lot of work probably in 2022. Uh, are there any other important points that you feel like it will be good to like mention? Uh, what else happened in 2022 or even before? <clears throat> yes, so um, we released the Closure Dart in last Easter, in 22, and um, of course there were bug fixes. Because when people try your code, they find bugs. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we spent some time fixing them. We implemented the UI utilities for writing Flutter application. Mm -hmm. We also implemented the Hot Reload compatibility yeah. and fast startup. Mm -hmm. uh, so when we first released Closure Dart, uh, you 
you had to wait for our analyzer to analyze all your code and your dependencies. Mm -hmm. So it was um, it took around a minute to five minutes to just launch the um, the compiler. Now it's almost automatic. Mm -hmm. So we we had to rewrite completely the analyzer. Um, just to just to not. Not have some people be afraid when we talk about launching the compiler is launching the compiler loop. Mm -hmm. So it's a background process. So it was just a startup which was slow. Right. And Sorry. not the not every recompilation. <coughs> yeah, yeah, the first start start. Uh, so now it's not a problem anymore. We basically we are focusing on developer experience. Mm -hmm. uh, so yeah, it, it looks like there has been really a lot of work coming into this until and today. But like, what do you think? It's still like, is there any any functionality missing? If I'm coming from closure, is there anything that I don't know? Do we have protocols? Do we have multi methods? Like, what parts do you feel like are the important parts for closure is coming and wanting to do? Uh, mobile development of closure type. Okay, so definitely methods are the biggest missing part. Mm -hmm. We we had protocols since almost the beginning because mm -hmm. we everything is based on protocols, like in closure yeah. script and unlike uh, closure Java. Uh, yeah, we we didn't implement multi-methods because well, there are several reasons. First, we don't use them that much. That much. We didn't need them for the development. Yeah. Then the implementing them faithfully with all the hierarchy stuff that almost no one uses. Mm -hmm. Is uh, is time consuming, and we didn't find that the it was the most uh, I would say that the most the best uh, use of the time. Yeah, exactly, the best use of our time. And yeah. last, uh, Baptiste had a prototype implementation which which did the most basic dispatch. But we didn't. We weren't uh, happy with the overall architecture of uh, of the project, and we we felt that we had to to refactor some stuff before, mm -hmm. and so we postponed this method. Short of that, uh, some some functions may be missing, but sometimes implementing a missing function is, is just copy copying and pasting it from either closure or closure script. We had someone uh, we who made a PR for closure zip. Didn't change a thing to closure zip. Mm -hmm. I think the only line which change is the namespace declaration. I see. So 
most of the time you can port some uh, some pure some pure code without any any surprise. Mm-hmm. Also, coming from Clojure, yeah, the um, the missing feature right now is uh, the ripple. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't have a ripple yet, right. and people yeah. have been asking us for for months right. <laughs> to write the ripple. Right. <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, this is also an interesting story because I know, like, developing web applications uh, in ClojureScript, uh, you not always use the REPL so much. As long as you have hot reload, uh, you get, like, this fast feedback loop on your UI. And very often, I find myself using much less REPL in ClojureScript versus the Clojure on Java. Um, so this is, I also talked to some UI developers and... I, I think this is the general consensus, like the REPL on the UI development, we don't feel like it's needed as much. But of course, it's sometimes useful, sometimes helpful just to evaluate some stuff, especially if you have any kind of like logic, if you will. But I wouldn't say it's a deal breaker uh, for Start, but you know, uh, my opinion is just my opinion. So it might be as wrong as it is my opinion for liking anything else. So. Right, yeah. so we also share your opinions. That's why we've not been working... Right. Uh, hardly on the ripple yeah. um, for us being able able to write uh, easily uh, and a flutter application in closure dart uh, yeah. was the main goal and right. i think we've achieved it yeah um, it's not a technical problem more uh, a schedule yeah. time consuming right. projects mm-hmm. so yeah. yeah yeah for sure uh, you know, and I feel like also if you have the ability to use Flutter, uh, I mean UI components, I feel like uh, you don't need so much also knowledge about, uh, like you mentioned, the widgets and everything. You don't need so much knowledge about, you know, knowing, knowing also the CSS and how to style things because there's a lot of things come in with Flutter with the built-in library, right? So you don't need to style all of those elements. They will either ad- adopt one side or the other. So I think if you if you're a closure developer uh, looking to get into the UI development, I think this is an easier path versus going to uh, closure script and web development because you also need to know HTML, you also need to CSS. Where here, I would say this one, this those two, those technologies are combined into one. Um, and yeah, if you know closure, if you know the data structures, uh, probably you need to learn a bit how you use the widgets. But I think it should be pretty straightforward. So. Uh, yeah, I think it's very interesting. Um, so yeah, you. Uh, so this was like 2022. Like, what are you thinking about in 2023? Where do you want to take Closure Dart? Okay, for 2023, we we wish that we'll get many more users mm-hmm. and uh, more apps in in into the stores. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we are really going to to be pushing uh, toward developers and uh, documentation. Uh, we already started uh, hosting workshops to right. to spread the word and demo how to to closure that and that. Uh, like you said, it's easier to write an application in Clojure Dart than on top of the web UI right. because you don't have to. Well, the 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 web stack it's um, 
We had something which was document-oriented, which pivoted to be an application platform. And yeah. so you have all the this legacy and that you have to yeah. know about plus the cross-browser comp compatibility and so on. Right. While he, with Flutter, it's just some... Uh, it's just one model. Plus, you don't have to deal with inconsistencies between desktop and mobile and, in, right. and even between... and even uh, between desktop OSs and mobile OSs right. because the, the thing about Flutter is that Flutter doesn't use native components. Mm -hmm. it, it brings its own components, but it produces native code. And uh, so since the components are, are not native but uh, specific to Flutter, they are going to render the same way on all the platforms. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So the rendering is completely under control and you deal with the differences between the OSs only when you interrupt with the OS. For example, when you need to call into services to, to be able to, to bring up a share sheet or, or access the camera or, and so on. Right. And even then, because the, the Flutter community is huge, And we don't real, we don't realize it because for most of our culture developers we we live on another island, completely isolated from uh, from people doing Flutter development. But the community is, is well alive, and uh, so you have a lot of packages and. Mm, Quite often, when you need to use some uh, some services in a cross-platform manner, you are going to find a package which is going to bridge and provide a consistent uh, right. interface to you. So it's uh, it's quite it's quite valuable to be able to stand on the shoulder of all these people. Yeah, uh, you mentioned one thing, which was the workshop. So you ran a workshop in Paris uh, for Closure Dart, and how was that? How was the feedback? What did people say? Uh, it was a, a great day. Uh, so it was full a full-day workshop? It was a full-day workshop, yeah. um, a physical workshop in Paris, mm -hmm. uh, in French. Mm -hmm. So um, I would say that a third of participants were not from Paris. Mm -hmm. There is uh, even a guy coming from London. Oh, wow. Um, the idea of the workshop was to to teach people how to write an application with state and, and a little bit of animations and inputs. Right. And, uh, yeah, it went, it went very well. Right. People were... Very positive. Right. I don't know what you think, Christoph. Yeah, no, it went well. People, the the biggest struggle people had was with getting uh, a working setup, usually because Xcode was misbehaving or something like that. But there have been very little or no issue 
with clutch dart itself and people were caught the the idea and the mindset required to to write an application quite quickly uh, yeah so i guess uh, we were we were talking about this and we we sort of i think this was also like the dry run for the upcoming work workshop for closure street uh, so we're also uh, we're also talking about this. So if you're interested in uh, closure Dart workshop, uh, it's uh, all the information are at uh, closure stream website, and there will be additional discount codes in the show notes uh, for the podcast. So if you want to get it, uh, this is a two times half day workshop uh, happening in February, and um, yeah. If you're interested in doing Closure Dart, uh, just try to grab your ticket because uh, we limit the workshop to 30 places. Uh, and uh, if you want to get it, uh, yeah, just uh, just go for it. There is also early bird uh, ticket pricing. So um, yeah, I think this will be also great to, to get into Closure Dart, understand you know how you can use Dart, how you can use Flutter, and how you can build mobile apps with Closure Dart. Um, yeah. So, uh, what else are you looking for in terms of like uh, going forward, forward maybe for the community building? Are there any any other things that you're thinking about? How could people support uh, Closure Dart going forward? The easiest way someone could get involved in helping us is uh, writing documentation or, or articles. Um, that would be awesome because because we are so much uh, in the project. Sometimes we forget um, what's the feeling of this discovering uh, Flutter and Dart and Visual Dart. So helping us write documentation would be. Uh, so if someone is not so much into the documentation, are there any parts from uh, Clojure, if you will, Java or Clojure script that you're looking for people to help with and maybe migrate to Clojure Dart? Yes, the Clojure uh, test check generator, mm-hmm. um, which would make Clojure spec um, a reality. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've not focused our our efforts on this yet, yeah. but it's uh, it would be, I think, quite simple for a newcomer to to port it in Clojure Dart. And and beyond spec, there there's also the all the all the generative tests for Clojure, which we can currently can't port because we are lacking the generators. So if someone wants to to help Clojure Dart with, with some code, it's definitely in helping to, to port the existing test suits from uh, Clojure and Clojure Script to, to Clojure Dart. But also a very simple way is to use it and talk about it, spread the good word about